how do you think that vendors can perhaps um, create this consultative um, approach rather than perhaps what we've just alluded to where you've got the salesperson getting them to sign that dotted line? Um, do you think this is something that um, should be started from the outset? And for example, in, in our organisation, we run risk assessments and we do it free of charge because we feel that this is not something you should be paying for and we give you, a, we think, to be a relatively balanced view on your situation. Um, do you think that helps to, to create more of a consultative approach rather than perhaps just a, I'm a salesperson, you're a customer, sign on the dotted line? I, I, I think it comes down to authenticity. Mm, you know, mm. people, can, people can detect that straight away. Mm. You know, if you're authentic about it, if you go into a meeting, if you're open about you are here to mm. help them, but if you can't help them, you'll shake hands and walk away because your solution, your service, your offering will not answer their use case. Mm. And that comes down to a consultative approach. That comes down to knowing the market. That comes down to knowing how your tool or service works inside out. Mm. And it comes down to a bit of experience as well. Mm. Mm. You know, it's I'm, I'm, I'm slightly annoyed at LinkedIn with the amount of life coaches who contact me who are not out of their 20s yet, you know, and I'm like, how can you be a life coach when you're not out of your 20s? Absolutely. You know, you haven't seen anything of life. You know, and I'm nearly 50. I know that's difficult to believe. <laughs> I'm nearly 50. But, you know, when I think sometimes people don't gauge their audience too well. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're going to go into it and do that type of stuff or sell SEO services or send me five emails on the bounce when I haven't answered your first one, asking me, did I get the other emails? I did. I just haven't responded to Absolutely. you because it's not for me at this moment in time. Treat humans like human beings, I think. You know. Absolutely. And good, good point there. We mentioned LinkedIn. Do you think LinkedIn is a good medium for vendors to perhaps uh, market their wares on? Or do you think that LinkedIn really is, 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 is ill-used by vendors at the moment? It's good and bad. It's like everything. Mm -hmm. I, I think too many go in for the kill straight away. Too many, here's our next product, here's our next thing. It's great, it's brilliant, buy. And that's kind of okay, you know. It's, um, but I think the people who make a difference on LinkedIn are the people who add value. So the people who add value without asking for anything. The people who give up their time and their knowledge and their experience to help other people. You then build a trust, you then build a brand. And then I think people will then come to you if they have a question or have an issue. So people may still say, well, that's a bit Machiavellian, that's a bit... You know, but actually, if, you, if you're out there giving more value than you're getting in, mm. eventually somebody's going to come to you, somebody's going to think you're worth asking an opinion of, or I may go and check out your website or your services. You know, what, what, one of the biggest guys, one of the guys I follow on uh, uh, LinkedIn is Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes. Great guy from, from VaynerMedia, you know. Mm. He gives more value than, than he, you know. And, and, and he says quite often that some of the people who are charging for the LinkedIn type of gurus... You know, you can get everything you want from him for zero cost. Mm, absolutely right. Gritty, but he's well liked. I, I love him. I love mm. him. And, you know, his language is great as well. And I think he, he, he pulls no punches. Mm. I would imagine if you met him in real life, that is how he would be. Yeah. Nothing is, nothing's um, manufactured there. Mm. I think people who get a little bit wound up that he drops the F-bomb every now and again yeah, yeah. should just, you know, <laughs> get over it. Well, that's, that's another problem, isn't it, with uh, sales in, in our InfoSec industry, really, is that sometimes they don't know anything about the technology. So that's the sort of customer-facing um, arm of the company, and really it's the sales engineer that actually knows what they're talking about, but that doesn't tend to always be at the front. It's mainly uh, 
this is the sounds, this is your point of contact, he's the guy that's going to see you from cradle to grave, if you like. Yeah. And that's a problem. It, it is a problem. I've, I've had sales guys before wheel me into meetings, mm. tell me that they're going to introduce me, leave me alone to talk technical stuff, <laughs> and then come back afterwards to get the PO type of thing. Really? You know, I think that's the, that's the bad side of sales. I think the, the, the real good side of it, and, and you know, I, I don't want this to come across as a salesman bashing side of things no, because of from a, an elementrix point of view mm. and being the VP, you know, that's where we are at the moment. You know, we're, we're growing our company, growing our sales, growing our education of the customers, uh, growing our exposure. So obviously people need sales to, to survive. But I think, I think the real good sales guys and the really good ones I've worked with before engender a trust with their customers mm. almost, almost before you get to any kind of discussion about what the product is or what the service is. They've mm. bought into you as a person. Absolutely right. I think also as well um, that not, it's not entirely up to the way that you uh, sort of go to market with your product, but if you look at perhaps perpetual versus subscription licensing, I think that's, that subscription licensing can be favoured because it makes the vendor maintain that relationship every year, not, not, not uh, rather than perhaps uh, selling a perpetual licence, sure. sign the line and then that's it until renewal. That's, that's, that's a problem that I think many vendors have. Yep. They're, they're focused on perpetual licences and they're not interested in, in keeping that relationship with the, with the customer long time. Yep. Would you agree? Well, absolutely. You know, most, most customers on the perpetual side of things get a call every April or whenever the, yep. whenever the license is up, hey, how are you doing? Are we going to renew next year? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not sure whether, you know, if that was your own personal relationship, you'd probably get out of that relationship absolutely. pretty quickly, right? You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't want to be... You don't want to be spoken to once a year, especially mm. if you've had issues throughout the year. You've mm. raised those and nobody's dealt with those issues or you've had problems, mm. you know. So um, from a subscription point of view, mm. I think it does lend people to have that conversation. However, having been in managed services for a very long time, you know, that's second nature to me mm. And, mm. And, and to what we do. You should have those conversations all the time. And the customer should feel free to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, what about this? And you should offer, as I mentioned earlier on about the value, you should be off, be able to offer that value. You're not getting paid for it. You're not getting anything extra. Mm. The customer's deriving value from it. Absolutely right. You know, that's really important. Yeah, it makes sense. No, 100%. One of the questions I'd like to ask you, Ian, is, is around AI and AI technology within our InfoSec world. Do you think that uh, the technology will ever be so good that it will replace the need for a CISO in an organisation? I think we've got a long way to go until that happens, you know, Amazon still have issues detecting real reviews from fake reviews. There was something recently on Amazon that there was a bunch of fake reviews there that they, mm. they couldn't detect. Will it happen at some point in the future? I think anything's possible, right? Will Liverpool win the league in the future? <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all hoping, right? So, so, so anything's possible. Mm. Um, uh, are we anywhere near that? I don't think so. I think we've got a long way to go. I think we're, we're really at the basics of AI and machine learning. It's doing some really good stuff. You know, we've got people beating chess champions and stuff like that because it's a, a logic-based approach and you can do a lot of computations. Mm. Um, but I think when you come to the finer uh, intricacies of the human mind, there's, we're, we're only at the very beginning of that journey.